This is Retire South Shore Radio, a weekly program designed to educate you on all your retirement options and introduce you to Mark Rolette, founder of South Shore Retirement Services. For the latest on free seminars, to obtain a report or to set up a consultation, please visit RetireSouthShore.com. Retirement services and real-world retirement solutions. Looking at the whole picture to design a complete strategy, including retirement planning, Medicare decisions, and legal documents. Now, here's Mark Rowlett and your host, Jordan Rich. Hello and welcome. This is another edition of Retire South Shore Radio, and it's great to be with you. I'm Jordan, along with Mark Rowlett, founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services in Hingham. And uh, wow, I can't believe it's just about the fall season officially. Not too long, a few more days, and we're getting ready with football in the air, and uh, you'll be raking leaves before you know it, Mark. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yes, fall is definitely <laughs> coming. Um, I'm not a big fan of the fall because I like, I love the summer so much, and it it's still kind of, even though I'm not the one in school, when the kids start talking about, our mom starts talking about books and, and uniforms and all the rest of it, it kind of bums me out a little bit. But yeah, here we are. Um, yeah, weather is definitely yeah. shifting, but uh, we'll just get on with it. Well, you got the boat that is still ready for sale, even in the fall season. So that's good news. Um, <laughs> yes. We've got a lot to do today. And I, it's actually a fascinating topic. And it has to do with money myths. And uh Money does make the world go around, they say, but uh, there are quite a few myths, and you'd like to dispel some of those and help people today. Yeah, you know, there's myths in everything, and, you know, people tell tall tales of stories of, uh, um, you know, presidents having wooden teeth, and, you know, the, people tell these stories so many times that eventually people start to begin to be, believe they're true, um, and, and money is no different, but the difference, I think, a lot of the time with money lies, if you will, you know, that the, the, the lies that people spell, um, we tell ourselves that, you know, these, these lies, but because most people don't talk about money with their friends and colleagues, sometimes they do, but most people don't talk about what they're spending. They talk about what they have, that they don't have anyone to confirm that these hmm. facts are not facts. So then they, you know, kind of justify them to themselves. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is real. This is really how this things, these things work. So, um, you know, it's never too late to kind of try and set the record straight. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. I don't have solutions for these myths necessarily, but I do want to kind of bring up some topics that people think about and talk about a lot. Uh, this will be actually a lot of fun as well as important because uh, we can all all identify with, I think, what you're going to be talking about. I'll just give you one quote from the Broadway show, Hello, Dolly. At one point, Dolly Levi, the, the heroine of the piece, says, money is a lot like manure. It's no good unless you spread it around. Yep. yep. You're not <laughs> it's right. my favorite line about money. Anyway, what do you have as a leading myth that we want to dispel? Well, one of them is, you know, I'll be happy when I get to X dollars. Uh, you know, and, and I've had multiple conversations with people and they're like, I have $600,000 in my 401k. I need to get it to a million dollars. And my answer is why? And, and that sounds like a ridiculous thing to say, but why? Right? I mean, Goals and target returns uh, are, are great and savings is fantastic and having a budget is fantastic. But if you think that a certain number that you hit will flip the happiness switch in your life, you could be disappointed and setting yourself up for disappointment isn't a good thing. So what I mean by that is like if your number is $1.2 million, I have to have $1.2 million. Well, A, if you don't get to that number, that's mm. going to bum you out. And mm. B, and even probably more importantly, when you get to that number, what's 
what's changed in your life? Nothing has changed in your life. I think one of the things that I was thinking about, and not to mention names, but the big brokerage firms, right? I mean, they, I remember certainly one company, if not two companies, and I'm not mentioning names, but they had advertising campaigns with people carrying around their number. What's your number? What's your number? Like a cardboard cutout of $1.6 million or $700,000 or whatever the number was. But it does, what does it mean? It doesn't really mean anything. I mean, most of the people that we talk to, they have goals that are not to get to a million because when you start peeling back that onion, it doesn't mean anything. It's I have a certain lifestyle. I want to maintain my certain lifestyle. So what does it take me to be able to do that? That's a better way, I think, of looking at it. Right. Um, so that's kind of one of the myths of I got to get to this number. I, I want to reflect on something we've talked about before, which is really a practical solution. And that's figuring out before you retire, or as you begin retirement, you know, what your budget, what what are you spending money on? What do you enjoy? And then really living that budget for a month or two or six and you realize uh, a lot of money, uh, it takes money to live, but not a lot of money to live the way you're living necessarily. Everybody wants more, I suppose. But uh, it's fascinating when we think about uh, what a million means, what two million means. It, it, it's it's a rather subjective point of order here at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, having, having goals, um, studies have shown that like having a goal – working towards something is incredibly satisfying and it creates a lot less stress in people's lives, but that's what you should be working towards as a goal. And generally people's goals should be, like I said a minute ago, how much money do I need to sustain the lifestyle that I see that I want in retirement? That dictates the strategy. I talk about strategies, goals, and tools all the time. That dictates the strategies you should be in. And that ultimately decides the tools as to where you should put your money because they're just tools to give you the return that you want. I think you know, losing sight of the fact of what the money's for and what you're ultimately going to do with it um, can create a lot of, you know, Mm. disappointment in people's lives. You mentioned the word strategy. Perfect segue to remind people that you can arrange for a 15 or 20 minute strategy call, no obligation, a chance to ask those questions that have been nagging you and bothering you. And to do that, simply go to RetireSouthShore.com. It's one or two clicks, and you can schedule it very, very easily. Or you can call 781-836-4214, and uh, there's a hard guarantee that somebody will get back to you promptly. An actual human being, a sweet and lovely human being, RetireSouthShore.com. In fact, that question is probably the most uh, frequently heard question. Um, I have needs and wants in retirement, will I have enough money yeah. to get there? That's, that's, that's a really reasonable question. It's just, you know, blanketly running directly towards the edge of a cliff saying, I got to get there, I got to get there, I got to get there. But when you get there, what are you going to do when you get there? So yeah. it's the same thing when you're saving money for retirement. Don't not save it, but be realistic and look at, you know, what sort of money you actually need. Do you want to continue to save pre-tax, post-tax? All of these things come into into account because, like, if you're if you're lis- listening today and you're like, you know, he's wrong. I just got to get to a million dollars. Well, what does a million dollars mean? Is it a million in your four hundred one k? Because if it is a million in your four hundred one k, well, guess what? You have a silent partner there that's going to mm. take a good chunk of that. So it's not real dollars. Most of our clients are looking at it from the perspective of this is what I need on a consistent basis. And I want to be able to do that come hell or high water. They don't want to necessarily have to worry about things. So right. it's not that our clients don't want to make money. They absolutely do. They just want to make a retired life and have experiences and have you know time with their families. And that takes money. 
but it takes income coming out of those accounts. And what a relief and a stress reliever that is to know the money will be there because of good, solid planning. So that's a big one. Uh, there are many others, I'm sure, that yep. uh, attach themselves to money. What are some of those? Well, another one, and not to be a doom and gloom guy, because honestly, some of these things, I was reading over it before we jumped on the air today, and I'm guilty of a lot of these things. So <laughs> I deserve it regardless of whether I can afford it. Now, I'm not guilty of that. I would never buy something that I didn't think I could afford. But, you know, people think, you know, they convince themselves, I work hard and I don't treat myself often. Um, people think, you know, l- you only live once, right? Life is short, so I'm going to go and do this. Uh, other people think I'm getting a super deal. So um, Mm. I'm going to go forward and I have to do this. It's a silly thing if I don't do it. Um, So some of the rationalizations uh, we see of people convincing um, themselves that it's okay to buy something. And I'm not saying don't buy it, but think about it. If it's something that, you know, you, you, you want and you feel like you should reward yourself, absolutely do it. But just think about stuff like that. And I mean, like, I don't mean little things. I mean, like big purchases, like, Buying that timeshare, if that's what you want to do, are you actually going to use it? Are you going to get value out of it? And if you are, and it's not going to impact your bottom line, then great. And those are part of the conversations that we have with existing clients in the office because it's your, your retirement strategy is always a moving target. So they come in, we sit down, we talk about it. Like I talked with a client last week who's buying another home um, up north. And he said, I think I'm just going to pay cash for it because I'm sick of dealing with the mortgage companies. And I said, well, let's look at that logically, all right? Mm. If you pay cash for it, you're going to have to pay a lot of taxes. It's going to have a snowball effect on Medicare. It's going to create all these other things. So let us help you. We're not mortgage brokers, but let us help you talk to the mortgage person about where your money is, how your money's coming out, what way your income streams are coming. And then if we can qualify for the mortgage that way, well, then you can make your money, just pay the mortgage. And then when you sell your primary residence here in Mass, um, we can wipe out the mortgage if that's what you want to do. So just think logically before you buy things. Um, Again, not trying to be doom and gloom, not trying to have people go on a budget, not trying to make them walk down the aisle of stop and shop and dent a can so they get a discount, but just be smart and think about things. You know, they like your parents probably say, sleep on it, right? So sometimes sure. it's okay to sleep on something. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so true. And I'm thinking about the young people, not anywhere near retirement, who are in debt up to their eyeballs, not just loans from college, but also credit card debt. You know, the, the temptation at any age if it's there and it's too good to be true, uh, you know, usually it's too good to be true, but people go for it. So that's a very important reminder. Um, there's a there's a book, I'll just mention it very quickly, that I read uh, in the past, and it's very, very interesting. It's called The Psychology of Money, uh, Timeless Lessons on Wealth, Greed, and Happiness. Interesting combination of words there. And, uh, and there are short stories in the book with examples of what people do and how they get themselves a little bit confused. So we're talking about money myths. And I think what you made point, you, you made a very clear point when you said you and the folks in the all hands analysis system are looking at it beyond just the value of the money on paper. You're looking at the long-term effects of dealing with the money and planning to use the money effectively, doing that tax planning, all the stuff that's important. Yeah, I I think I said last week, you know, sometimes people get so fixated on the returns and how much money they're making. And not that that's not important, but I think equally as important is, especially with the vast majority of people having 401ks and IRAs as being their biggest liquid asset, is the, the tax strategy during your lifetime to make sure that you're 
staying in control of your money and not losing control when you know you didn't touch your 401k and now you hit 72 and the government says hey you got to take this money out that can equally add as much if not more value to somebody's retired life by making sure that you are maximizing the current tax code taking advantage of any um i guess wiggle room mm. if you will in your tax band to take money out in a lower tax bracket and combining those two things can create a lot more money for people. So it creates a lot less stress for those people because I, I've been doing this for, as you know, more than 20 years. So I've seen, and I have clients that have been retired for a long time and almost universally, none of those clients talk about what I talked about in point one, I got to get to this number. They're talking about, oh my God, I just got back from this trip. Um, I, I'm buying mm -hmm. toys every now and then. We did a big client event last week. Um, it was the only bad day weather-wise. We went out on a boat with a bunch of clients. Um, and one couple uh, that are great, great clients, but they moved out of Massachusetts. They drove down from Vermont because they didn't want to miss it. And we spent the day to, or the evening talking about fishing and talking about his toys. And when I say toys, I mean backhoes and you know diggers and trucks and stuff like right, that. Right. Um, and and the, he's just having an absolute ball. He's like him and his wife sit out in their front porch at nighttime watching the sun go down pinching themselves that they should be at work, but they don't have to be at work. So those are the things that become important to people. Indeed. There's a lot you can learn on the website, retiresouthshore.com. I urge you to check that out and get in touch if you'd like to set up that 15-minute, no-obligation, free consultation. We'll return with Mark and more myths about money after this. You can't get a second opinion from the person who gave you the first. That's especially true when it comes to your retirement. You deserve sound advice from qualified professionals. And that's what the All Hands Analysis Team at South Shore Retirement Services is all about. Mark Rowlett, founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services. Most of our clients have a person when we meet with them, somebody who has helped them accumulate their wealth during their working lives. But distribution, going into retirement, starting to take money out of these accounts is a totally different animal. It, it's not just about returns. Returns are important, but strategizing on what's the best way to take this money out, how you should take it out, when you should take it out, and where you should take it from is critically important when you're transitioning into retirement. Schedule your free 15-minute strategy call today and get helpful answers to your retirement questions. Visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com. Welcome back. Part two of our broadcast today, and it's called Retire South Shore Radio with Mark Roulette, the founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services located in Hingham, Massachusetts, and a self-proclaimed uh, experienced man in this area. You, you keep talking about 20 25 years experience, you you barely look like you, you're out of knickers, for God's sakes. They wear <laughs> knickers in Ireland still? No, I've never worn knickers. I know what they are, but yeah. no. Okay, well, oh. whatever. So we're talking about myths that relate to money. And uh, before we get into too many more myths, uh, there is a, I guess, a prescribed meditative physical and medical procedure called retail therapy. I've uh, known some yeah. people who have partaken of it, and it does come with some risks. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, this world is, and I, this is something I'm guilty of. It's so easy to buy stuff. Like you lay on your couch at nighttime and you jump on Amazon and you can buy pretty Especially much whatever you now, want. You're right. You don't even have to produce your credit card. You just have to look at the screen and does your face recognition and off you go. Um, so having willpower to not do that is difficult. Having willpower to have the salad versus the burger, the glass of wine versus the glass of water, um, or buy it or window shop it and think about it. We're all guilty of that. And honestly, sometimes, and, and some of you listening might, be able to 
um, understand what I'm talking about because this happens to me. The act of getting something is more important than the actual object that you got. That's what retail therapy really is. So uh, I'm not saying don't do that, but just be aware. Like the like stats are the average uh, American spends $200 a month on impulse purchasing. That number went up when you get when it goes get stressed. That number goes up. In 2020, that number went up across the board by mm. almost 20%, 18% for obvious reasons, right? Mm. Um, I'm not saying don't do it, but just think about it. You know, we, we talk to clients all the time and when they're putting budgets together, money just goes out the door. They're like, I don't know where the money goes because I'm like, how do you spend your money? We don't do anything. But you sometimes impulse purchasing gets really expensive. And I'm not saying don't do it, just be aware of it because when you transition into retirement, and you're trying to build yourself a budget, just be aware of what that number is. It's easy to quantify because most people's impulse purchasing is online or in a store using a credit card or something like that. So they can quantify it. Just right. be aware of it. Well, as we say, there's the great divide. When you're working, you're gathering, you're saving, you're building. And when you're retired, you're you're taking the distributions, you're paying. You're using that money that you work so hard for. So you're right. It can go rather quickly if you're not too careful. Yeah. One of the other things that I wanted to talk about was uh, one of the myths is I'll save more money later. Mm. So, you know, that's the procrastination and we all procrastinate on stuff. You know, I wait till late Sunday night, sometimes Monday morning to run out with the trash can. And sometimes I miss the trash guy. But, you know, most people focus who, who are saying I'll save money later. They focus on what buying what they need, buying what they want first and then saving money later if any money's left over. So kind of for the younger clients, which aren't really kind of our Clients, I would suggest to those people, as you get raises at, at your job, take a piece of that raise and start saving it, right? It hasn't, it hasn't come into your lifestyle. Don't let it adjust your lifestyle too much. But from a client standpoint, the types of clients that we have, when they start talking about, I'll save more money later, what, what I talk to them about is when they're building a budget in retirement, and I had this twice this past week with clients, I said, how much money do you take home? Because some people don't know how much they spend, but they do know how much they come, come home with at the end of a, a week or a month or whatever way they get paid. And, I, and the guy said, I've got about $5,000 a month after taxes. I said, okay, so you think you need $5,000? And he said, yes, I need that every month. I said, yeah, but you just said that you put $800 a month into a savings account out of that money. You don't need to do that in retirement. So sometimes it's difficult to have that mind shift from working and saving and accumulating money, which is awesome, to going into retirement and realizing that you don't have to earmark that $800 a month in retirement for savings because now is the time to start spending the money. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the, 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 again, stats are one out of six people in the U.S. are saving 15% uh, or more of their salaries going into retirement. One out of five people in the U.S. aren't saving anything for retirement. They're just relying on whatever employer uh, money that's going in or Social Security. So, you need to kind of prioritize the future a little bit more than the present if you're trying to accumulate money. And from a retirement standpoint, as you get close to retirement, you need to think more about long term. You need to think more about the next 10, 15, 20 years, not necessarily what you should be doing this year with regards to savings. Because, again, we have the conversations with people who say, I have more than enough money saved. I have no debt. The only tax deduction I'm going to get, Mark, is by putting money into my 401k. And if they're going to be in the same or higher tax bracket in retirement, that might not make sense. If they're going to be in a lower mm -hmm. tax bracket, it might make sense. Again, these are things that it's a case-by-case -case basis that we would look at with our clients. You, you talked about the P word, procrastination. We all do it to a certain extent. I don't know anyone who doesn't. But if you're, if you're a procrastinator in life and you get to retirement, this is the one 
time, you you want to chuck that habit because not only is it a good idea, but it's a beneficial idea to get in to whatever firm you're working with, hopefully it's this one, and make some decisions that will last you a lifetime in retirement that will benefit you, that'll make you make your spouse happy and happy spouse, happy day. And just don't wait. And in other words, I, I people are putting things off all the time, but this is one thing you don't want to put off. It, it can really help you. Well, yeah, it's almost like you, you read my mind on the next one is that people say, and this is a myth as well, I have plenty of time to plan. Yeah. You know, I, I don't need to think about it yet. But that's not necessarily the case. And that I don't even mean that from the standpoint of I need to save more money. It's when you get to the point of almost retiring, you need to start looking at these things and how you should be positioning your money, not the day you retire, but years in advance of it. Because what happens money-wise, what happens if the market takes a huge downturn five years before you retire and it doesn't come back before you retire? A, it's going to create so much more stress for you in the last five years of your job. And most people in the last five years of their jobs have the most stressful position in their jobs mm. because they've worked their way up through the ranks. So to add to that isn't good. Um, you know, we, we all think about, you know, I've lots and lots of time, but, but time goes so quickly. I'm blown away that Neve is now my eldest is going to college next year. It's, yeah. it's crazy to me that I have a college age kid. <laughs> um, so I, I just think preparation uh, is really important and not to sound cheesy, but um, a very smart man said by failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail. You know who yeah. said that? Ben Franklin. Uh, but um, he ben said Franklin. he said so I many smart things. I didn't know that. Off the top of my head, I <laughs> he that said up. so many smart things. I'll tell you another smart man uh, and a great artist, Duke Ellington, once said, "Time is more valuable than money." He's not the only one to say that. When you think about it, if you've got time, then you can do all kinds of great things. Uh, you know, money aside, money will come. But it, it's it's such a great point that uh, you know. Do now. I mean, you're addressing people in their 50s who are working harder than ever to get to the finish line. Why not do a little planning now? Why not do a little thinking about this now? It'll really make a difference in the long run. Yeah, I'm addressing people in their 50s, 55, 60, sure, 65, sure. 70, because we all want to have that future and we all want to make sure that it's as enjoyable as possible. And to your point, that is the most valuable thing that we have. It's not the 401k. It's not the house yeah. on the Cape. It's not the timeshare in Florida. It's the time. It's the time and that you cannot get back. So don't spend it stressing about things. Don't spend it, you know, oh my gosh, I have to, you know, cut away things that we wanted to do, or I have to start working part-time. Just prepare, set yourself up ahead of time to make sure that you're comfortably able to afford to do the things that you want to do, and then you can just go and enjoy them. If you have a nagging question, if you have that itch, even by listening to us uh, and you're thinking, hmm, what does it mean for me? Just a quick phone call can maybe answer the initial question, and that's called a 15-minute no-obligation strategy call. Mark and the All Hands Analysis crew have these going on all the time. They're very beneficial, and to set it up, and I'll have you talk about the impact of these in a second, simply go to RetireSouthShore.com, a couple of clicks, and you're able to schedule your your meeting on the phone, very informal and very easy and totally no obligation free, 781-836-4214. And as we say, I mean, not every call turns into somebody you're going to be working with, but every call has some kind of benefit to the to the caller listen i, I mean I, I'm, I'm very upfront by this and I, I know that we can help probably 90 percent of the people that we talk to but again those 90 percent don't become clients some people just want a quick question answered and, and we're happy to do that if they want to come into the office and have us give them a second opinion run an analysis run a, a retirement strategy for them we'll do that 
Um, but, but those 15 minute calls are a great opportunity for somebody to sit down or to, you know, sit down at home, jump on the phone with me or one of the other advisors here, um, and, and answer questions that could be completely stressing you out. You ever sit at home on a Friday night and somebody said something to you about maybe some issue with your plumbing or something like that, something that you have no idea about maybe because this has happened to me and you just worry and worry and worry about it. And Monday morning they come over, they're like, yeah, it's a $50 fix. Literally happened to me during the summer. My air conditioner backed up yeah. and we were on the vineyard. I came home, the carpet was destroyed. It was leaking everywhere. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to replace this air conditioner. Panicked about it, turned it all off, was gone for the rest of the day. The guy came over to fix it. It was $100 to fix it. It was just a clogged pipe. Up in, I, I, don't, I didn't even understand it, but it was $100. It was music to my ears, you know? So yeah, getting ahead of it, sitting down, talking to, to one of us on the phone, from a comfortable, non-threatening position. I don't think we're very threatening anyway. No. And having some questions that could be really simple to answer, it just creates less stress. And that's what everyone should have. And especially in the 18 months that we've just gone through, nobody wants to have more stress in their lives. Well, we have just a few minutes left and we've covered yeah. a lot. Is there any myth that is missing from yeah. the list that we didn't get to? Yeah, I, I think, you know, the last one would be there's good and bad debt, right? I mm. mean, people tend to assign more moral value to debt. What I mean is like student loans are good debt. Credit cards are bad debt. Mortgages are good debt, you know, and so on and so forth. I think, you know, and, and, and a lot of the time this could make sense for an individual. Again, I'm not a mortgage broker, but you know, people will come in and, and they'll say, well, we refinanced our house and we rolled some credit card debt into the house. And the interest rate went from 11% to three and a half percent. That just makes so much sense. And I said, well, maybe, but now you're gone from paying your credit cards off at whatever way you want to pay them to paying them off over the next 30 years. So let's look at how much that actually is going to cost you. Because if you look at a mortgage, when you get it first, you're paying twice as much interest as you borrowed from the bank in, in, mm. in the first place, which mathematically is not a 3% loan. So just be careful of good debt and bad debt. Obviously, no debt is, in, is, is the greatest thing, but if you're going to have some debt, just make sure that you're looking at the interest rates on right. the debt and actually what the payment obligations are going there, back. There is so much value to getting good, solid advice and help from someone who's objective and has an, an overview that can really take in the whole picture. Mark, we are plumb out of time. And remember, you can get much more information from the website, retiresouthshore.com. There are also seminars we'll tell you about, the podcast, the blog, all kinds of information coming your way. Mark, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. You too, sir. Take care. This radio show may contain concepts that have legal accounting and tax implications. It is not intended to provide legal accounting, tax, or investment advice. By contacting our company, you may be offered information regarding insurance and fixed annuity products. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. You've been listening to Retire South Shore Radio, a presentation of South Shore Retirement Services. For the latest on free seminars, to obtain a report or to set up a consultation, please visit RetireSouthShore.com. Stay tuned for more real-world retirement solutions. RetireSouthShore.com.
need $85,000 a year in retirement. So how much do I need to save? The All Hands Analysis team at South Shore Retirement Services in Hingham gets this question quite often. The numbers are different, but the concern is the same. Will I have to worry about money in retirement? The answer is simple. It's different for everyone. And the folks at South Shore Retirement Services know that and can help you. Their all-hands analysis team will break down everything you need to know so that you can enjoy a stress-free retirement with all of your needs taken care of under one roof. From retirement income planning, investments and wealth protection, tax planning, health care and long-term care, legacy and estate planning, and more, the all-hands analysis team at South Shore Retirement Services takes the worry off your shoulders making sure that you and your family have a solid retirement plan in place. Schedule your free 15-minute strategy call today. It's so easy. Just visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com.